welcome back to another, yes, another fabulous episode of Say It With Me, Pageant and Prosecco! Of course, I am your host here with you guys, and this is another mini-sode highlighting the black pageant history that has happened in the beauty and pageant industry um, that we are a part of. And uh, every day I'm bringing you another title holder that has made a difference for African-American women like myself to compete in these pageants and who have paved, paved a way and broke down barriers for us um, as contestants. I am not sipping on anything today, unfortunately, you guys, because I am getting ready for my mid-afternoon nap-nap. <laughs> Even though a nice red wine will... Um, probably put me to sleep i didn't pop anything open yet because i am ready to take a nap take a nap it's tough being an entrepreneur uh, you have long hours and um but it's all worth it it's all worth it to bring you guys the pageant news and to have title holders come on the show it takes a lot of work behind the scenes thankfully for my intern alex uh we're making it work we are making it work so today for the Black Pageant Herstory title holder who's making a difference, we are highlighting none other than Rajori Judith Vincent, Miss Illinois 1991. And the first, I could not verify this 100%, but the first African-American woman to win Miss Illinois and the fourth one to win Miss America. That part is verified. But I'm pretty sure she was the first African-American woman to win Miss Illinois. I try to look for it. But somewhere in my deep um, subconscious, un- subconscious brain, I know that for a fact. But she is the fourth person to win the Miss America title. And she actually was the second person in a row, the second black woman to win a title in a row. She um, was crowned by um, Miss America 1990, Debbie Turner, now Bell, um, who was also a, the third black Miss America to win. So let's talk a little bit more about Majori and who she is and why you guys need to know about her and get your pageant history knowledge up, okay? Look. <laughs> Majori came to the United States from Haiti. She was just three years old in 1967. The pageant queen came from humble beginnings. Her father worked two jobs as a doorman and a check cashier. Meanwhile, her mother raised five children and worked part-time as a seamstress, which was very common at the time. My grandmother also worked as a seamstress. Majori was the middle child between three sisters and a brother, um, and she grew up in Oak Park, Illinois, which is actually pretty close to where I am, not right now, but where I grew up myself. That's why I kind of resonate with her, because she's a Chicago person, uh, and she competed from Chicago, but I'm getting ahead of myself. She attended Catholic school in her free time. She took piano and ballet lessons, and the piano is what ultimately was going to be her talent at Miss America. She says that her education was the most important thing for her. She always knew she had to be a good student. You guys know, she, like I said, she's a, not necessarily a first-generation um, American because she came at three, but she was born in Haiti, um, so she's a child of immigrants. So she always knew that she had to get a good education. She spoke with the Chicago Tribune and said that she always knew it was important to do well in school. After high school, she went to DePaul University, which is in Chicago, and majored in music. 
She eventually switched to business in her junior year and graduated school in 1988. She studied international law at Duke University before competing for Miss America. So she was Miss Chicago, Miss Illinois, and then Miss America. And when she um, competed at Miss America, was going for the crown in Atlantic City, her talent, I think, in my opinion, as a fellow pianist myself, you know what I'm saying, she brought the house down. Like, if you guys have not seen her talent, Google it. It's on YouTube. I think it's in black and white. Um, I think she had on a black or she had on a blue for evening gown. But her talent, this is, um, we have a discussion about this in a Decades in Review episode. But when it comes to what is considered talent in pageantry versus performative art. So she played a really hard song. And I am a piano player. Shout out to my piano players out there. Um, (laughs) And everyone else who grew up um, learning an instrument. But Chopin's Fantasy Impromptu Opus 66 is not an easy song to play on the piano and she did it with such grace and I got to wondering because I played a piano in the Miss America local competitions when I was competing in that system back when I was a, a young spring chicken and was um age eligible to compete <laughs> I always looked at songs as what can I best perform like if I can perform Itty Bitty Spider with a grand uh, um show fireworks and a big train gal and wow the audience playing these this easy song that might win talent compared to playing and trying to learn a really really hard song on the piano that's almost just not impossible obviously she did it but a really hard song on the piano the judges don't know how hard this song is all they see is how you are playing it and how it sounds you know and playing the piano it can sound hollow if you hit the one note i have a piano i should pull it out (laughs) um if you just hit the one note it sounds kind of dry pedestrian elementary but if you have a melody going then it sounds better so i was kind of curious like why she chose Chopin's Fantasy Impromptu Opus 66. I wonder if she thought it, that the skill level and a challenging part of it would help her win her over. And if the judges really understood the amount of work it took for her to um, perfect that piece. As opposed to her just playing like, um, what's that Gucci Mane song? Lemonade. <laughs> playing an easier song. But something might hype the crowd up more. It will still get you the crown, you know? Anyway, that's just my little tangent. Let me get down off my soapbox. So she played the piano. <laughs> really, really good, you guys. Please Google it. It's on YouTube. Um, she, uh, and it wowed the judges. So, of course, she won. Because talent is really big in the Miss America system. And I pretty much won you over. Um, so she broke into tears when she was crowned and she was the last person to be crowned, to be serenaded by Burt Parks with the, there she is, Miss America. She says that her win left her in a complete shock. She was also the only African-American contestant who was competing at that time, at that year against 50 other women, which is weird i mean that's impressive and for her to be illinois just shows how progressive my state is i'm so proud of my little state um for the only black person that year to be from illinois is 
pretty cool. She was 25 at the time. And like I said, there was four other women, black women who were Promise Americas that preceded her, which is of course, Vanessa Williams, Suzette Charles, and Debbie Turner, who was Miss America 1990, who crowned um, Majori. She was 5'6", and she did lose weight before um, competing for the title. Let me see what else. When she did win, she said that she was so happy, she refused to take off the crown, even when she went home, and she eventually fell asleep at 4.30 a.m. the next morning. Um still in awe that her dreams managed to come true (laughs) she's a third year law student at duke university law school at the time and when she won she received where was it thirty thousand dollars in scholarships almost forty thousand dollars in scholarships for school and it all went to go to pay off the school um to pay off her uh student loans and whatnot During her reign, she had her own agenda and her platform for speaking out against domestic violence. And she says, quote, I have known women who have been in that situation, battered, and I thought, what a wonderful opportunity as Miss America to give something of myself to the community. That's what she said on today's show during her media tour, end quote. She said the subject of battered women has only recently gotten media attention in 91, and people don't realize the seriousness of the problem. And she also liked to help with the economic development of Haiti, the homeland of her parents, um, and where she was also born. She's also the first Haitian to win the title as well. The first Haitian to um, become Miss America. After her reign, um, she found her love in journalism kind of like me, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like we got a lot of common. We got a few things in common. <laughs> and she ended up working as a reporter and an anchor in Peoria, Illinois, Meridian, Mississippi, and then the Ohio News Network in Columbus, Ohio. In 2008, she went back to law school and completed her law degree at Florida Coastal School of Law in Jacksonville, Florida. And she went on to be the Miss America Foundation Chair of... She went on to be on the Miss America Foundation Chair Board of Trustees. But in 2018, um, less than three months on the job, she resigned. And we all know what happened on that time. Well, a lot of people was resigning. But she was on the Board of Trustees and she was one of the people who also sent in a letter of resignation. Which may or may not still be unknown. Um, she has a son named Cameron, who she gave birth to a little bit after her title was, uh, her year was over. And then she got married to Wesley Tripp. So this is all about Marjorie Judith Vincent, Miss Illinois, 1991, Miss Chicago, Miss Illinois, and then Miss America, 1991. The fourth woman of color to do so. First Haitian woman, Haitian American woman to be crowned the first Miss Black Illinois to be crowned, and the first Miss Black Illinois to win Miss America. Dun, dun, dun. Stay tuned. Peace.